I've recorded many versions of this intro, all in an attempt to get it perfect. And I'm realizing that it will never be perfect, and I just have to settle on one and post it. So I'll just be as concise as possible and say, Welcome to Nina's Grio. Uh, I wanted to give my mother a chance to tell her story on her own terms, in her own words, in a comfortable setting. And so have a listen to our conversation. sitting here with my beautiful mother, Nina, as we get ready for this wedding, looking beautiful as always. Uh, so one of my favorite things to do is listen to you talk and share stories whenever I come home, because I learn something new about your history, which is our history, every time. And specifically since daddy died, I felt very out of touch with my extended family, which is in turn made me feel very out of touch with my culture. And I've struggled with that. Um, so, you know, the situation we'll get, which we'll get into has caused a lot of pain, but has also forced me to do a lot of introspection. And as a result, I've been itching to express myself and create something. So I thought, what better way than sitting down with my leading lady and, and putting it on wax. So I'll just leave with some facts. Um, so we have some background. But, uh, so, your sister uh, is married to my father's brother. Um, that can be uh, confusing to hear, but uh, it is like an unusual thing uh, that I never really realized was unusual like, until I got a, a bit older. Um, so, I guess we should just start at the, the climax of everything. Um, can you, you know, describe the day that, that daddy died and the events leading up to it? Like, okay, the day that the father died. Because I remember, I guess I should start with where I was. Um, this was the summer right before my senior year of high school. Yeah. Uh, it was right before classes was about to start and I mm -hmm. was um, doing work crew at my high school. Um, and so I was like just just working, cleaning up campus, trying to make a little money before the summer ended. And then I get a call, like early in the morning, like I'd probably only been there for an hour or two that um, essentially need to get to the hospital because it's not looking good. Oh. It was so, um the day your father died. Uh, so I, I I was in the hospital room because I slept there. Mm -hmm. So in the morning when they were doing rounds, they, so the doctor came in and looked at him and called me and said, because they were planning to discharge him to hospice. So when the doctor came in that morning, around seven, she, looked at him and called me and said that uh, he's not going to make it till 9 a.m. that I, I should call my family. 
So that's when I called you guys. Then called the brother, Uncle Law. <clears throat> I didn't get him. Then I called Chukuoka to get hold of their lot and let him know what's going on. So when you, uh, and unfortunately, uh, you guys were able to make it in, mm -hmm. except for Crystal, who Chris was in Ohio in school. So everybody was there. We surrounded him. We were praying and talking. It's like he kept screaming. I said, Ewo, I'm leaving CJ. I'm leaving you guys. I'm Ewo, Ewo. Like he kept asking him, Is there anything? I kept looking around. I kept talking, talking to him. So as time goes on, he kept losing his breath and he signed that he didn't want to be resuscitated. Yeah, so they couldn't give him any oxygen, anything. So after he took um, his last breath, Yeah, I remember, um, yeah, his, him just looking at me. Yeah. Uh, and everyone, but, yeah. you know, the moment we had, just, and he couldn't really talk that well at that point, but yeah. he just was so sad and kept saying AOL. Mm -hmm. um, he felt like he was, like, letting me down, I guess, by, by dying and, that, and leaving me behind. Um, and then, yeah, and finally took his last breath, and you know we all cried our cried our eyes out. I don't think I've, I mean, I think I've ever cried that hard. Um, uh, so yeah, and then after that, um, you know, you would think the natural progression is, you know, <laughs> funeral pulled. arrangements yeah. or things like that, but we didn't necessarily get to go to. A funeral. We didn't even get to um, get the opportunity to, to grieve. Yeah, because the, there was immediate drama about where yeah, his body would be laid to rest and things like that. No, the immediate drama started from that time. Mm -hmm. The funeral home he's going to go to and all that. So they brought um, Uncle Lord went out to search for funeral home, got one and signed everything. Never communicated with me. So when we get to the funeral home, and the funeral home said that the brother has signed everything. So that's when your sister Cindy went off and said, why well, will he sign everything when the wife is here? Mm -hmm. So from that point on, then they gave me the whole thing. I resigned it and they shredded the one Uncle Law signed. That's when the bill started. Okay. So <coughs> because I signed that thing, the following day, they went back. He went back with his nephew to pick to take your fa your father's body to a different funeral home or wherever. So when they got there, because I signed the form, so the funeral home couldn't give them any information. They called me and said, "My brother-in-law and the nephew are here to pick up my husband's body." Mm. So that's when I called your uncle law and said they why, why is that 
and that's he's telling me well uh he, he made me the power of attorney uh, he made me the power of attorney he put everything in my hand mm -hmm. that's the why couldn't we just all you know be on the same page at that point regardless of exactly. our attorney brother wife like that, nobody even cared that uh, we are <coughs> the immediate family nobody even cared that we are grieving mm -hmm. it's like it seems like usually oh, there's like a certain amount of deference to the immediate family after a loss i'm not saying that you know a brother shouldn't be sad about his uh his brother dying but still uh efforts are usually made to concede these type of decisions to the immediate family exactly to concede so let every bury the man with dignity after that then you can air your but it's like nobody cared it's like they started airing their laundry in the public mm -hmm. And so, that, I think that's when I realized, like, I mean, I had always known that there was, like, tension between, I guess, you and daddy and then uncle and auntie. Um, but that's when I realized, like, wow, this is a real, like, problem we have. Like, people were saying that we were happy that daddy died because, you know, we were <laughs> laughing and telling stories about our father, which is a very normal grieving process. And, you know, it was a time where I thought everyone would come together to support us, and they did the complete opposite. Um, so that was really surprising to me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I want to give some context to how it even got to this point, because um, I'm sure there's a lot I don't know. Well, um, I met your, um, after the brother married um, my sister. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Um, so uncle and auntie got married first. Yes. Okay, and that's how you met daddy. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so were like your parents and uh, daddy's parents. Like, was there some type of agreement or like did you guys? No, it's not. How did it's it work? not. A, no, it's not an agreement. It's it's just like um, when uh, my sister had um, her. Children, it's like it seems like I'm always there. Maybe on weekend when I'm not in school, I'm there helping her out. Okay, and so she had kid her first kid before you even met, met Daddy, or no? Oh, okay, you know your father was living in uh, he was living in U.S. Then okay. Uncle Law lived in Nigeria. Oh, okay, so when he when he came home. That's first, the first time I guess during their wedding. That's when we we met. Okay. Yeah, it's not like just meeting. Mm -hmm. And and what was off your first impression? What was Daddy and Uncle's relationship like? Oh, they were very close. In mm -hmm. short, <coughs> sure, the whole family we are very. That's one of the things that attracted me to the family. It's like. They were very close, including the extended uh, cousins. You know. Okay. I remember like when. Yeah, and Uncle Uncle Cletus' brother, Dave Geoffrey, mm -hmm. and my mother-in-law, she was a very nice and jovial somebody. Really? Yes. Mm. It's like everybody. I've never met Daddy's yes. parents. Yes, yeah. Mm. I didn't meet the father, I met the okay. mother. Yeah, you have loved the mother. Wow. So it's because it's like uh, her, her grandchildren had the world, it's like mm -hmm. you can see that. 
But it's like, <coughs> it's like when somebody was going there, I noticed that the family, they were very close. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when the, uh, my mother-in-law would cook, the uncle lost mother, when she would cook, she would tell their lord to come and eat. And, and sometimes it's like the uh, grandmother would be cursing Geoffrey, cursing everybody, and they all would be laughing, would not take it serious, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and everybody would just joke and laugh. Mm -hmm. Because of the closeness, that's the, what attracted me to that family. Okay. Yeah. And, and when did things start to change? Like after daddy and you made a full relocation here? <coughs> or how did it go? Well, the, um, the thing started to change well between... It, it didn't change that much. It, this thing started to change. Then I would say between my sister and I, when your father proposed to me. Okay. Okay. So... And at that point, how many children did... Um, auntie and uncle have just one? They, they have three. They have three. Okay. They have three. By that time, after the third one, my sister had moved to U.S. Okay. while the husband is in Nigeria. Okay. So I was living in her house, taking care of her kids, because I just finished my high school. Okay. So I was taking care of her oh, kids. Oh, wow, you just finished high school. Okay. Yeah. So taking care of her kids. So when your father proposed, it's like he he's not she's not having it, mm. and my thing then was she's not having it because she didn't want me to leave her house because if I'm in that house, mm. right, she will have peace of mind that her children will be taken care of. Okay, so, so I mean if, that's a pretty I guess it started out as a endearing reason. Mm -hmm. I mean she trusted you to take care of her children yes. more than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess it was kind of a, a shock when she wouldn't have that luxury anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. And okay. then how soon did you start either... I know you had my sisters around the time you went to college. So, like, what was the succession of that? Did you go to college first and then you were pregnant or...? No, I was going to college having kids. Right. At the yeah. same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, <laughs> So I came here in 86, 86 November. Okay. Then January or spring about that time, I started school. Wow. Then I got <laughs> pregnant with Cindy. Wow. I, I was pregnant going to school. Wow. And this was this was undergrad? Yes. Okay. I had, what, what did you study? Uh, psychology. Psychology. Okay. So I had Cindy eighty seven. I think after I had Cindy that semester, I didn't go to school. Then I started school the first semester. Then I got pregnant with Sosa. Wow. <laughs> then wow. I, I was pregnant going to school. Did you take a, a semester off again or no? Yes. Okay. Then after I had the, I think Eric, I, uh, I didn't go to school. Then I got pregnant with um, Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> And it's funny, it's like the day I was going to school. So my last, my last exam for that semester was uh, sociology. And the day I had Christian, I woke up taking my bath to go to school to take my exam. Mm -hmm. Then my water broke in the tub. So 
I didn't go to school. Then I had to go to the hospital that day. Wow. I had crystal. And so what happened with your, your final? So my final, I called my uh, professor. Like, then, hey, hey, I'm in labor. <laughs> yeah, so he said, okay, instead of the final, for me to write a paper. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, about nice. my uh, journey, about the delivery and everything. Wow. So that's what I did. I would love to read that paper. I don't know where it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you, did you, 80, so 86, so you, you wrote it with a pen? Yeah, uh-huh. No, I typed it. Oh, you typed it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what? this was when was Crystal born? <laughs> when did computers come out? I'm sh <laughs> I'm showing my my no type, yeah type oh, the typewriter writer? yeah wow mm -hmm. you only ever see typewriters like <laughs> in like 1800s type media but yeah, I guess right. they had to use it right up until the computer came out a yeah. typewriter yeah. wow but that was computer that's then but it wasn't but like it wasn't like personal yeah. computers yeah because I know mm -hmm. how we have computer lab at the right. school yeah yeah. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. This okay, was a, and this so was ninety. Chris was born ninety. Uh, I don't know, yeah. early nineties, maybe ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Yeah. Okay, and then so, and then you graduated. Yes. Wow, and I then graduated. you went to get your master's in social work. Yeah, wow. that that was after ten years. Wow, <laughs> and then you have three kids at that point. Okay. Yeah. And so at this point, you have the three daughters, and then Auntie has the three daughters. Yeah. I think that's important to note because that's a huge part of the story. Obviously, um, and you probably won't say it, but I'll go right ahead and say it. Uh, in Nigerian culture, uh, I mean, in every culture, you know, boys, sons are, are revered more than, than daughters, but especially in Nigerian culture, um, they're especially heralded, um, you know, passing on the last name, all that stuff. And at this point, you know, the two men in the Okehi family don't, haven't produced another uh, person that will have the Okehi last name for the rest of their, of their lives. Um, and I think that's important to note because, you know, obviously it's, it's messed up because he already had other three lovely daughters, but I understood the importance I had uh, to daddy, uh, being his namesake and his first son. And, you know, it gave, I'm not ashamed to say it gave me joy and a sense of pride, but on the other side, as I learned more and more about the situation, a sense of guilt definitely does uh, wash over me because I felt like me being born kind of put a target on your back um, because it's just crazy to me because I've heard you say this before that my own father's sister, my aunt, um, can be mm. saying to you, you better have a son for my brother. So there's if, pressure coming if not, from... If not, I gave him another wife. Yeah, wow. Yeah, if not, I'll give him another wife. Mm -hmm. So just to frame the kind of pressure that not only you're feeling, but that I'm sure auntie uh, Florence is feeling to, you know, we got to produce a son for these guys. Um, so I'm sure that that definitely caused a lot of tension once you were the one that was able to have a son and another one at that while, um, they still didn't have one. Was there anything ever like explicitly said to you about that? Or did you just kind of feel a shift, a further shift in energy after, shift. after the mark turning point of you not being able to take care of the kids? And then now you have your own kids and now at that you have a son. So... How, how did that go? Mm -hmm. It was a huge, huge shit. 
the ship it took uh, after um agreed to marry your father and came here mm -hmm. okay it's like she performed it's, it's like to the point that she stole my passport um, what yes she stole my like, passport. this is a fact or is this yeah like she just wanted me to go back to nigeria but it's okay. like after all allegedly, that allegedly yes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> after all all that then uh, everything everything calmed down and i thought we are doing well right mm. this is before i was born yeah okay. and i thought we were doing well and <clears throat> it seems like after she took over my home she will make the decision to me i didn't stress it because i see her as my older sister right mm -hmm. and i took over your home as in your physical home as in this one as in this one as okay. as uh, you and your father it's like uh, we discuss what to do and she will go and discuss with them and they'll dispute and nobody will tell me sometimes they will invite people here nobody will tell me this person is coming here all i see is people will show up even the people that will stay overnight right. to the point that uh, somebody from nigeria came here decided to stay. so i asked how come nobody let me know um, nobody like discussed it with you yes and what i was told by my sister is that uh, i don't have any say in that in this family really she yes. said that ver verbatim yes a direct quote yes that's what she told me that i don't have any say in this family yeah. <clears throat> so. okay and then okay and so when was this house bought when did you guys move from the apartments to this house i know it's a little older than me yeah this was so. like when cindy was in first grade when cindy was in first grade so when she was four or five yeah so like 92 yeah 93 mm -hmm. okay cool and so after all that happened so you have you're not taking care of the kids and then you have her trying to dominate the goings-on in your own home mm -hmm. and then what about my my birth sorry i'm just mm -hmm. i'm just trying to bring it back to mm -hmm. me okay <laughs> so yeah after i had you so i figured after i had you everybody in the family we are happy. Okay. Except, Everyone really? Except for her. Oh, okay. <laughs> except for her. Um, and um, how could you tell? Was it she was acting even more cold towards you? Or it was, was even Uncle it was, happy? He was very happy. Wow. And what about the, the, the kids? Were they? Yeah, they were very happy. They were all. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. So except her. And the reason why it's evident by her behavior. Remember? when we were having like a your um christening the day you were baptized christening i yeah. remember that party bits yeah. and pieces that was a <laughs> that was a big shebang yeah it's like she was cold um i asked her to help me make some soup and your father gave her money to buy everything for that egusi soup mm. she made the soup and the soup soured and she still brought the soup here. So when she brought it, I put it on the stove and put the stove on. So when this saw when she saw the soup, the stove on, she said, "Who put this stove on and the soup?" I said, "It's me." 
He said, she said, if I don't turn it off now, she will slap me oh. in front of the whole people. Wow. In front of people. A physical threat. So yes. people can verify this. Yes. It's so. Alleged. Okay. So. Wow. Has she ever threatened you before? No. Wow. It's okay. like after I had you, her own attitude. And she, I remember one time she walked into the, she walked in and I think you ran. I don't know what happened, but she called you um Inhe Kwaba. Inhe Kwaba means yeah. What does that mean? I don't know, uh, maybe because Inhe Kwaba is like a, because I have um a son. I think I think I can have a say or oh, have wow. some. That's, that's, yeah, that says a lot in a few syllables. Yes, Inhe wow. Kwaba. Okay. Yeah. So this is like legitimate, like explicit beef like yeah at that point wow mm -hmm. okay so from there the tension started and even though the tension started as like i didn't take it as, as anything mm -hmm. she was still controlling my home controlling your father's like everything she says goes and how did that make you feel uh i didn't i wasn't happy about it yeah i wasn't happy and did you ever attempt to discuss these things with her like why are you acting this way towards me no i discuss it with with, with your father it's like okay. it seems like almost all, all of them seems to know what see what's going on mm -hmm. but nobody nobody wants to do anything about yes, it yes wants to come out and say he wants to keep the status quo exactly yeah i could definitely exactly. see daddy with how much he reveres uncle law just uh-huh trying to keep everything keep everyone happy mm -hmm. and probably just assuming that you're strong enough to, to carry that load. Exactly. So there's no mm -hmm. point in him changing things. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's unfortunate. Okay. Um so let's fast forward a little bit to so when did Daddy get cancer the first time? This was I wanna say in the two two thousands? No didn't he didn't he have cancer one time but he beat no him. yeah no he came he, he came don't they it's like they found something but they were they weren't sure what it was mm. yeah he, they weren't sure but they gave him medication then after that medication he came back they took another scan they didn't find anything okay so it yeah. wasn't cancer no they didn't call it cancer then oh no. okay they didn't call it cancer mm. okay yeah so after that. i thought it was cancer mm -mm. Um, and so I guess that kind of just frames how I viewed cancer and I guess didn't fear it enough, uh, regarding, uh, daddy. Um, cause I remember it being so minuscule, like, oh, okay, daddy's got cancer. He's a little sick and he got better. You know, he's Superman. He'll be, he'll beat it again this time. He'll be fine. Um, you know, here's a man that's unmoved by most things, uh, not very expressive, just, the guy I used to sit on the couch with and, and watch CNN um, with. And so, yeah, so it, it definitely came as a shock when his condition deteriorated, deteriorated mm -hmm. uh, so quickly because the summer of 2015, I was, before I left, you know, um, and I went on two successive trips to Las Vegas and then to Maine. Uh, on a, do you remember that? When I went mm -hmm. on a basketball trip and then I came back for like maybe 20, 24 hours, if that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I went to Maine with uh, my high school for like a leadership resort. Mm -hmm. And before I left for those trips and even the small time I came back, uh, it was like two weeks total. 
Uh, he was he was fine. I mean, he was like walking a little slow and like resting a lot, but he was fine. We were chatting. Um, it was all copacetic. And then when I when I came back, he like couldn't even verbalize. Like he couldn't he couldn't speak. Um, so yeah, things took a, a turn for the worse quickly. And then he uh, went on these experimental treatments. Actually, um, things took worse after he went for the. Okay. The treatment they okay. sent him to. Yeah, I mean, because he was still at home at that point. Yeah. He was still at home. He mm. couldn't really speak that well. He was still at home. So I guess that made... He it. was walking around until they took him to that treatment. Mm-hmm. And he took the chemo, the oncologist, he advised him not to. Okay. That's when so his health started. Directly against the doctor's wishes. Yes. Okay. That's when he started deteriorating. Okay. And then at, after that is when he was hospitalized. No, after that he went for another one. They oh, still took wow. him. Then is this second this the second one. That's when things went bad. Actually the day he was supposed to go is it for second one or third one? That's when he was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. So I took him, he was very sick, he couldn't get up, he could so I took him to emergency room, GBMC oh. and they admitted him. And before that, uh, um, before the, I took him to emergency room, it, it seems like it was a debate between me, between us and the brother. He didn't want him to go to the emergency room. He wanted to take him to another doctor. Well, I, I said, he's not looking good. He needs to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. So that's when we took him. Yeah, it seems like you guys were, you guys already had a strained relationship and then you're all put in this high pressure situation where you're trying to care for someone you love mm-hmm. and you can't get on the same page. Yeah. And so it caused, and then he dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it caused even further tension. Um, and so let's talk about the, the meeting or series of meetings after daddy's death. Um, Cindy was telling me about because I wasn't present um, where things took a turn for the worse in terms of how people viewed the situation. You you know what meeting I'm talking about? Well, the meeting is the mediation meeting we went to. Mm-hmm. Before that, this started after we went to court because okay. after they went to funeral home to steal your, your father's cup, mm-hmm. then that's when I went and got a lawyer to stop them. Mm-hmm. So the lawyer I hired filed the thing and give um, uh, restrict them from taking the body out of there. So that lawyer decided that we will file. Then that's when I decided if they're going to make him do like this. So the, the lawyer decided and said that we will file it in a way that that uh, we want to bury him here, because look is this the same lawyer that, when he was alive, that um, Nana and Uncle no, took him to no, okay, no, a different lawyer. This so it's not the same lawyer that was a part of the will or anything. No, okay, different lawyer. No, yeah, because the reason why the lawyer filed that is once the first um, restriction. If if the first restriction expired, 
right? Mm -hmm. Then he won't be able to do another. That's how he explained it to me. So the best way to do it is to file to say that I want to bury him here. Which and is not what we decide. Yeah, we decide even though we discuss it, that's not what we decided to do. So he ended up being buried in Nigeria. Yes. Yeah. 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 So Still after been to my my father's grave. Yeah. So after after that, then we went for the mediation. So what was discussed and decided in the mediation meeting was that. And before, uh, the day your father died, because your uncle Long knew he was the, he has the power of attorney, he closed your father's bank account here. Wow. Which is the account your father opened and gave the card to Cindy. That's mm -hmm. the uh, card you use and pay bills here. Yeah. So he yeah. closed the account. Why do you think he did that? To... The, the, the one that is, to liquidate the money? Or? Yeah, it, it, it's like to, to them, I'm, they thought I'm the one eating all your father's money. And even when your father do something nice for you, it's like, they, they, it's like it makes them angry. It's like saying, why wasting money on them? Why can't you give it to us, you know? I see. So they felt entitled to... Uh, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So okay. the mediation... At the mediation, we decided that he would reopen the account. Okay. Then I will bring out the case from the court. Okay. Okay. So he did not reopen the account, but I brought out the case from okay. the court. So after the case, after I brought out the case, he went around and called the people at home that he won. I see. He won. So he went around and he went to the funeral home and put restriction on me and you guys. Really? Really. Wow. Because the day of your father's viewing, we all went there. We were not allowed to go in until... Yeah, I remember there being some drama about yes, that. Yes, like, we were sitting around. They yeah, said we yeah, cannot we was, allow you to come. To yeah, we need to call Mr. Lawrence. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to and go yeah, see him. Yes. That and, uh, crazy. and we were sitting there for an hour until get that. get him on the phone, and we were allowed to see that your was father. Crazy. That what happened. And after that, that was the last time we saw your father. Nobody yeah. included us in arrangement of the way keeping. Mm -hmm. Nobody told us when when they did the brochure for your father's burial. Nobody reached out to say you have anything to say about yeah, your husband or about your father. The brochure had just. Daddy, Uncle Law, and, and then all his kids. Yes, it seems like when you look at that brochure, it seems like Ugochi is the the wife, his, his wife and yeah. the children. Yeah, objectively, that is what it seemed like. Yes, yeah, yeah. so it's like nobody, you, you are, we are all cut off. Yeah, nobody told that you, told us when your father was being taken home. Uh -huh. We didn't know when they took the body home. Uh -huh. We didn't Go know when the uh -huh. funeral at home is. So it's like they went home and what. They were telling all lies, mm -hmm. and nobody bothered to check and see. Yeah. Nobody bothered. And, so, and did you feel like your standing, like in the Nigerian community, was uh, altered by that? Like, did people have a different view from you based oh, on oh, yeah. you on you based on what Uncle Law was was saying? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's that's unfortunate. Yes. Okay, and then I guess after Daddy's 
after Daddy died, and we'll get into the will, but can you tell me what you know about his execution of, like, the will in terms of the land and houses and cars that were all in Daddy's name? What well, do you know about that? Well, everything he... He everything he, he left it to you guys. Yeah. But he put um Uncle Law's power Uncle Law, yeah. And some of it anti Massey. Mm-hmm. And the thing yeah, so was So I actually I read the will just I just had Cindy send it to me. Um I've never been interested in reading it just because um I know it would just make me bitter and there's nothing I could do about it. So it didn't really feed me to know anything about it. So I had Cindy send it to me uh, just before this. I read it for the first time today, and it made me really upset to to read that. Not just for macho reasons, like, oh, you know, I deserve what's rightfully mine. But, I mean, I really struggled in college. (laughs) I really struggled. Like, Mm -hmm. I I probably had six or seven jobs total, Mm -hmm. four jobs, like, at the same time. Um... And owning some property could have really helped. I mm-hmm. mean, I saw it was like he said he left it to me, Justin, and Uncle Law. But you know, I know that doesn't doesn't necessarily make sense. But that's what he did. Uh, he left it, like two or three properties to us, and then uh, one for Auntie Mussy to like take care of, but for like the uh, the revenue essentially to go to me. And Justin, uh, same thing with like the house, the the lots of land, and the cars, um, and yeah, that we haven't seen any of that, um, mm-hmm. and it just we really could have used it. Is I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, before we. Before we finish off uh, this this first installment, um, is there anything else you want to say about how it got to this point? Like, how did it get so bad? You know. Well, say it got so bad. It's nothing but envy and jealousy, and okay. this starts from one person. Okay. And it's unfortunate that the whole family knows it, but nobody wants to come out and put a stop to it or say something about it. Yeah. That's 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 the that's the only part that is hurting me. Mm-hmm. That you know this is going on, but you don't want to put a stop. You guys just keep dancing to the tune of this one person, and this person is ruling the family. Ru- ruined the family. Mm-hmm. It's already ruined. This one so, used to be together, happy to be with each other and everything, yeah. but now it's like one person has ruined it. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely do miss. Um, like I said, I, I've I felt out of touch with my extended family since all this happened. Yeah, used to be close with all my cousins, mm-hmm. but now I just don't really feel like I can talk to them, and honestly, just don't even know who to trust when I'm when I'm talking to them because mm-hmm. you know, and you, you can't fault. I mean, you know, everybody was adults at that point. Honestly, I'm the on the younger side of the cousins, but you can't fault necessarily. Uh, kids for sticking with their parents i mean yeah I'd but you're not thought you're supposed you. to know what's right yeah yeah, yeah. if yeah. if you know you can't just stay quiet don't say anything mm-hmm. yeah so is there any chance for for reconciliation 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's only God. Mm -hmm. It's only God. But you, you'd be open to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And can you, before we end, can you talk about a positive memory uh, between you and your sister? Anything you used to enjoy doing together? Maybe when you were younger? Uh, to tell you the truth, it's, it's like this, uh, this thing started from when we were home. But to really? me, I've always loved like her. Like when you were younger? Yeah, I've always lo loved her. But to her, it's, it's like she's somebody that wants to put people down. Allegedly. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So if she see you coming up to the stage with her, no, she doesn't like the 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 enviness. It's like increases, increases. Okay. I remember when we were growing up. Okay. My my. So let's just hold off on that. I really want to unpack that uh, relationship, especially when you were younger. You were just about to say when we were growing up. Um, I think that could be a whole other installment in itself. Okay. So that's what we'll talk about next time. Uh, thank you so much for your time. I love you. And let's get ready to go to this wedding. Okay. Bye. Bye. And now I'll debrief the episode with my sister Cindy. How's that working your um throat? I don't know. Ma, ma, ma. I don't want to be anything I'm the man when I've been trying to be like like. Are you recording right now? My peace of mind. Everybody knows that song. One Tree Hill? Yeah. That show was actually like good. That thing was like Dawson's Creek was way better though. Dawson's Creek was my soap opera i gotta um i gotta actually finish one tree hill yeah i haven't finished one tree hill either you never watched it from start to finish not from start to finish but i watched it from the beginning like i started from the beginning but i just never finished it when did how old were you when it was coming out Ugh, cj i don't know i don't remember you don't remember your life i don't remember no because a lot of times in my life remember i think i was telling you this I'm so inside of my head. I'm not experiencing my actual life. So oh. I don't. I am excited. No, but I don't. I'm mm. really bad with dates and times. And unless it's like very significant. And you don't have like a bookmark date. Like, oh, something else no. happened that I definitely no. know the date. The okay. only thing I can think of, well, I mean, just remember watching in the basement. I was probably in high school. Like, that's okay. all I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched Dawson's Creek. Just Dawson's cause. Creek is good. I don't know, like, at least with One True Hill, I can be like, oh, you know, those basketball players. Oh, yeah, but I, I don't guess. care, you know. <laughs> I forgot about Gilmore Girls is still the best of that genre. What is oh, that yeah. genre? Teen oh, angst. Yeah. I guess so. But Teen it was angst. also adult angst. Because yeah, yeah, I think that's what I like. I yeah, because like it wasn't just about of teen the teens. And adult angst. It's like, yeah. how do those things clash? Probably because my life is full of teen and adult angst. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. No. All right, uh, let's get right into it. So, 
cool beans. We're here to fact check uh, the pod. So. Yes, the pod. <laughs> what, did, actually, what did you think of it? I thought it was great. I thought it was great that you got mommy to open up like that. Mm-hmm. And um, she, she was trying to say even more. She, I mean, that's amazing. She was, on usually, and she was like, and it's just like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. she's always let's, like, it's just like. Let's let's spread this out to a few more episodes. Yeah, you know like at the so. end, there was like a part you asked her a happy moment, and you're mm-hmm. like, wait, let's save it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I would love to hear that too. But no, usually she's very closed off, so. Uh-huh. It was nice to hear her speak. And um, you're a good interviewer. Thank you. Yeah. I've I've been doing this for some time. I got some pods (laughs) in the bank. My... I'm just so lazy. It's oh like, yeah, I forgot I, you do have yeah, pods in the bank. Yeah, I mean, I have pod, I had a pod I had to do for school. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Raquel's gonna kill me if she ever hears this. Well, then we just gotta. It's, that's another fact. Oh, immunity, for... immunity, immuna. Oh, okay. Hyphen. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> immuna hyphen tea, like drinking tea, because it was like uh, we were. Um, it was for our immunology class, and we just had to, like, pick a topic and talk about it. And funny thing is we did anti-vax versus fact. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Little did we know. I um, know. That was before COVID. How much needed it. Yeah. But we're going to get it. No. Oh, we're we going to get the little tag on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 oh, the COVID yeah, tag? Yeah, yeah. Yo, don't say it. I'm yeah, sorry. Say it the second time. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. But, um, no, I think it was really good. It was just funny hearing her speak. I'm just like interested to see, you know, because mommy has an accent and the way she speaks and stuff. And a lot of times she interchanges he and she. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of foreigners do that too because a lot of times they don't have a he and she um, yeah. word. There's no. Wow, so they they been woke, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they so been that's why I was like, they been. We gotta mention that. Like, don't take offense. She really. <laughs> It's like interchangeable yeah, yeah, for facts, real. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> so I just okay. wanted to put that out there. All right. But, so, um, yeah, but facts. so yeah, so in the beginning, you guys were talking about the day that Daddy passed away. Mm-hmm. So she was like merging the night before he died up until the day that he died. So the night before he died is when he was actually awake, and we were there like really with him it was just us just the immediate family i wasn't there you weren't there no okay you came in the morning then so yeah. yes okay so it was just forgot who was there but me i know me and mommy were definitely there i know crystal wasn't in the state um but that's when he was like you could just tell he was really scared mm-hmm. like he it's like he knew he was gonna die soon and he looked terrified and that's when he was saying awo and he was saying that I can't leave CJ like he was telling me that and at this point like um me and daddy never really had like a close-knit relationship but at in this at this point like in the hospital he didn't want me to leave his side like I was holding his hand um I was just telling him that it's going to be okay that I'll make sure everything is okay because I just knew he was so scared so I was just trying to reassure him that it's okay yeah, um, I feel like that's like a constant theme with the woman daddy's close to in his life, like mommy and you. It's mm-hmm. like he doesn't really show like outward affection or like build those relationships relationships up like strong. But then 
he really relies on you yes, guys. Yes, and he like, knows for that support. Yes, it's like he knows that these are the people that I should have been. Mm-hmm. He like realized that. He real exactly mm-hmm. like it's like he you like should, oh my. This is who I should have been pouring into. Yes. Mm-hmm it's like he realized that and it was just oh my gosh it's too late basically so that's I mean that's the vibe that I got mm-hmm. so me sitting next to him I'm holding his hand I'm stroking him his hand and letting him know that it's gonna be okay like just trying to just keep reassuring him and I get up to go to the bathroom and I hear him like yelling my name because mm-hmm. he's like he wants me to come back he's like mm-hmm. Cindy Cindy wow. like I've never experienced like so what do you think was going through his head right there he's like I, I could go any second yeah, I think he. I want Cindy to be here. Honestly, I think because he saw me because I'm the oldest of mm-hmm. everyone. I feel like he he probably didn't have the words because he was so weak, but he just probably you know probably you know wanted to say like Cindy, please take care of everybody. Like you know, mm-hmm. make sure everybody's okay. I think he was regretting a lot of the decisions that he made that he's made in the past mm-hmm. for him to just be so vocal about it because daddy was never vocal about his feelings he didn't even yeah. like seeing others huh i said he think he me for real exactly you <laughs> were just like daddy when it comes to that like he didn't even like seeing other people cry oh, so that's like the worst yeah so he's like worst. don't don't cry like yeah. that's another thing too like i i hate crying in front of people because i knew daddy didn't like people crying in front of him mm-hmm. like i i probably can count the number of times that i've seen daddy cry but i don't well i guess i just the once when i saw it mm-hmm. on that day yeah like he he definitely was scared and that kind of haunts me a little bit because i was very angry at daddy mm-hmm. i was very angry at him <laughs> like um why because just um I was very protective of mommy mm-hmm. and I just took it aside. It's like I'm on mommy's side. I'm protecting her. I feel like daddy mm-hmm. doesn't treat her well. Yeah. So you felt like you were on mommy's side and daddy was on auntie and uncle's side essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't understand that like you, this is your wife and yeah. you have kids here. Mm-hmm. But um, well, after he passed and especially during COVID, I kind of like did a lot of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And just thought of the amount of pressure daddy had. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine how he dealt with that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. I was even kind of saying it in the pod. Like, you better have a, well, at least to mommy saying, you better have a son for my brother. Like, obviously that made, that probably made mommy feel awful. But I'm sure daddy felt that pressure too and then he passed it on angles and yeah exactly passed Passed it it on to her Uh but not even just the pressure of having a son but like the pressure of taking care of your family and Mm -hmm. now we see that he was taking like he was responsible for taking care of more than his immediate family obviously Mm because he took care he took care of a lot of people Yeah. yeah so that means he had to work extremely hard and he did and he did and he didn't just like my mommy always says, he didn't, you know... See the fruits of his life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, growing up, because we... Like, Daddy, he worked for SH, SHA mm-hmm. as a civil engineer, worked that full-time job, and mm-hmm. also drove, drove a cab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't come back until late into the night. And, I like, remember. 
sometimes we would wake up like we would wait for him to come home and help him count his like loose change and money yeah when he yeah. came back or that's when we were really young yeah no but, um, i remember he was he was still doing that a little bit when i was young too mm-hmm. he's pulling up straight cash down. yes like but yeah <laughs> I, I always remember like it was i mean it's crazy like after the fact but like that was just normal like he would mm-hmm. work and then he would work i think that's probably where from mommy too it's probably where i get a lot of my my work ethic from because just like you, you just gotta it, grind you just gotta keep working yeah it's that simple nobody's gonna feel sorry for you yeah do it. and he definitely so that pressure that he was feeling not the you're saying he passed it on to mommy but he also passed it on to his mm-hmm. children yeah so mostly you guys yeah because i yeah, it was a lot of pressure. But um, but with that self-reflection, I just thought about him and how the the pressure he had and all the responsibilities he had being, you know, who he is, like a, a father and a husband and all that, and just thought about how did his parents treat him or talk to him. Like, that would be did, something I'd love to know. I mean, did you, so did you meet daddy's mom? Yeah, I only met his mom, and I was really young. We was were living that in an apartment. Was oh okay, so it wasn't when we went to Nigeria the first time. No. So she came. No, she Baltimore. yeah she she came to Baltimore. She lived with us. Yeah. Daddy's mom lived with yeah, you guys she, in the apartment. Yeah, oh, like we mm. and this is like a small apartment. I remember yeah. we had the bunk beds. Like we had one room. It was I think it was a two bedroom apartment, and grandma had her own bed and i think maybe crystal slept with her and me and salsa had the bunk beds mm-hmm. like it was very consolidated or wow. whatever okay and how was she because <clears throat> i've never really had i've only met uh mommy's dad once and mm-hmm. i barely remember i was like a toddler in nigeria mm-hmm. and then grandma came and lived with us uh up until uh, when she passed and she was well uh, she passed in nigeria but yeah she okay well she, she was, was very sick she was over the edge yeah she passed in nigeria yeah she passed she they made sure they took her to oh, nigeria okay. so she could pass in nigeria but she had esophageal cancer like with grandma like um i had to feed her through a tube because she couldn't mm-hmm. eat anymore that was yeah, another but, thing yeah, too. Yeah, when she that came was, back, I yeah, we couldn't really talk, so like I I didn't really know any of my grandparents. Yeah, like mommy's mom, she didn't really speak. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have conversations with her or anything like that. But I mean, also mommy's the same way. She barely opens up or speaks on anything unless we press her. Yeah. Um, but daddy's mom, honestly, the only thing I remember. I only thing I remember is an instance where something happened and you know you have those little toddler chairs that's made out of plastic mm-hmm. like she threw it at the front door of the, <laughs> <laughs> the apartment but I don't know what happened I don't know I don't know but that's what I remember but I remember when she was in Nigeria and I remember when she passed I do remember that How and that's you about I don't know. Oh my gosh, you can't say between like five and fifteen at least. I was. We were living in the house, so I wasn't five. So okay, we're living in the house. So I know from when I interviewed mommy, the house was bought in 1992 when you were five. I think that's too early, but yeah, we're okay. supposed to look that up. Or maybe 93. Yeah, you you over here 
talking about your feelings. Um, this is how I felt. We can I get some facts? <laughs> like okay, like, well let me. Okay, so yeah. I don't. How am I supposed to look up? How this, this is how that made me feel. Property taxes. So you didn't come ready with the facts. DJ, I came ready for with a few facts. Okay. But not just that. <coughs> Do you pause this now? No, well, I'm it's checking. not paused. <laughs> it'll just be edited. <laughs> so if this was armchair, it would be like... With the music. Okay, oh, look, I'm getting there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we are talking <laughs> by sleep number bed. Wait, I gotta call Nakwal and ask him because he's the one who showed me. Call who? Nakwal and ask him what oh, website. Okay. Hello, I have a question. So remember when I was trying to find out when my mom's house was bought? What what site did you go on? When it was bought, it's called um, it's called S D A T, like this is S dot S Maryland. Estat, Maryland. Yeah, oh, you want me to check? So now I'm the fact checker. Okay, so Estat, Maryland. Dot gov. Okay. 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 Thank you. <laughs> he can. Okay. Bye. bye. Thank you. So Estat. Estat, Maryland. <laughs> Um, real property data search. <clears throat> I don't want the guide. I just want to do it. In which county to search? Baltimore. To proceed street address. Okay, continue. Secretariat. So how come it's not? So what? New search. But honestly, it's um. Mommy had her like graduation party at the same time we had our housewarming, and I feel like that was nineteen ninety four. She said it was a. She said she graduated about ten years after starting, and she had you in the first semester of college. So would that make it between four ninety four ninety seven? Ninety four ninety five wasn't ninety seven. It wasn't that late. So ninety four ninety five. But I just okay. searched on here, right. and it's not bringing up the address. Oh. It's saying the real property search page may be unavailable before 7. Before 7 p.m. 7 a.m., but it should work. Okay, let's look at the guide. Searching ads do not use street name suffixes, whatever. This is egregious. Yeah, when I asked, I asked Crystal, too, because I knew this would be, like, an important thing. She's like, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, man. <clears throat> She's supposed to be the one that's good with dates and stuff. Baltimore County. Baltimore County. I'm clicking Baltimore County. Um, property sales? Okay, maybe this is not. Maybe I have to put court, but they said don't put any stuff for Act 39. I can see you go home, Roger. Go home. Into me ran no. my bed. I'm a smart guy. I am with you like apartheid. Hit some my legs, check my archive. And so I'm like, I'm a teacher. Apron. Girl, I'm a teacher. Apron. 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 Apron.
who was playing PlayStation. Oh, This is my house, my house. Oh, she needed a whistle. She needed a whistle. She needed a whistle. She needed a whistle. Oh, she needed a whistle. Oh, she needed a whistle. She needed a whistle. She needed a whistle. Oh, she needed a whistle. Business and personal property transactions and ownership and homestead. These are application filings, contact us. These are email addresses, email. Yeah, this is not giving it to me. Let's try to search how to. Oh, you know what? We can go on like Zillow or something. Are you still recording? Mm-hmm. I'm from Maryland. Oh, I want it now. And who is next? Try hold me down. Oh. Okay, year built was 1993. So we moved in a year after it was built, so 1994. Okay, so you look at you. Look at you using benchmark dates. (laughs) Okay, so 1994 is when we lived there. And this, we got there because what I was talking about grandma. Well, I was talking about when, da- when grandma passed and she was living in Nigeria. Grandma also passed the cancer. Really? Mom, yeah, mommy's mom died of esophageal oh cancer. Oh my gosh. I'm not sure what daddy's dad uh, passed away from. But I mean, that's why every time I go to the, a new doctor or doctor, I'm like, I have cancer on both sides of my family. I've di- I, I just been telling people that it was daddy. And just now, I was at the doctor. I just told him it was daddy. And grandma, mommy's mom. Mm-hmm. So daddy's mom too. Yeah. I gotta go vegan tomorrow. Exactly. This is insane. Yeah, exactly. Oh my exactly. Gosh. And that's why I want mommy to eat healthier too. I've been telling her. But anyway, I just. Oh man. That was one of the times that I saw daddy cry, and he actually mm. like excused himself from the room, and he went down the basement, and he mm. was just crying. He was very, he was very sad. Okay. He's very sad. So, so we could tell that mom. he was, yeah, close to his mom. But, Again, yeah. he think he me. <laughs> but. <laughs> right. Definitely. What else? Okay, what else? Let's see. So, you guys mentioned that, like, people were saying we were happy that daddy passed away and everything right. like that. Okay, so that's not conjecture. That's a fact? No, yeah, that's a fact that okay. people were saying that. And it's kind how, of... Like, how did you confirm this? Because, okay... Those people. Let's get into it. No, no, let's not. We don't have to get into <laughs> it. But that's how I was going to... But how'd you know? How'd you know? We were told. People were asking us, like... I mean, people were saying that you guys were popping champagne. That's insane. That was something very specific that was told and told to all of us that, yeah, they say you were popping champagne, first of all. Like, who drinks champagne? Like, I mean, it's just so stupid. And how could somebody even fix their lips to ask that? Exactly. Like, you grew up with us. You knew us. And you're thinking that we pop champagne. So, basically, um, it's just so ridiculous. Um, We we truly don't know who started the rumor. We don't know who started it. So, that's why we say people. Correct. Um, Allegedly. But according to... One of our cousins, who is the daughter of Uncle Law and Auntie Florence or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, Names are being said. Okay, Stephanie. 
She said that oh, Uncle Chukaka, wow. Uncle Chukaka came to her. Because I confronted her. I'm like, you guys believe that we pop champagne? She yeah. said Uncle Chukaka, a person that she doesn't even, like, she wasn't even close to or anything, told her that we pop champagne. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Uncle Chukaka is Which the, we didn't. So let's say that. Yes, <laughs> of course we didn't. Like, it's yeah. just so stupid. But, um, yeah. which is Uncle Law's nephew that mommy mentioned the mm-hmm. the nephew that went with him to go to the funeral home to take daddy's body. Mm. Okay. But, yeah. So that's if people the remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, and we call him uncle because even though he's not our uncle, we just call him uncle because he's so much older. Yeah. But, but he's he, our second cousin. Yeah. He's really our cousin. He's our cousin. Yeah. He's just our cousin. Yeah. Yeah. He's um the son of daddy's sister, sister yeah. older sister. Um. I also want to clarify that day. <laughs> Day means uncle. Mommy oh yeah, said day. yeah. She was said. She said day Joffrey. Day Joffrey. Yeah. Day means day uncle. means uncle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and mommy. When mommy was talking about going to school while she was pregnant and everything, uh-huh. I remember like going with her to her class. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You were. I was just an infant. Yeah, or a I was, toddler. I was a toddler, but, but you, I have, you got the memories. I have like. Are those one some of your memory. earliest memories? Yeah, I have one memory one memory of being on the bus with her and one memory of actually being in a class wow. with her. Yeah. Some grinders. <laughs> exactly. Some grinders. We're gonna exactly. get it regardless. Um so yeah, so you guys were talking you asked mommy about um his can but daddy's cancer history. Mm-hmm. So I think she was confused. I think she was um she thought you were just speaking on the cancer that killed him. Mm-hmm. But you were actually referring to the time that he had prostate cancer. I think, okay. yeah, I think she didn't realize yeah, that. So okay. I, cause I called her, I'm like, daddy had prostate cancer, right? And she was like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yes, daddy had prostate cancer and he beat that. Yeah. So. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So that, yeah, that goes back to how it framed my view. Yes. That, that, oh, it's beatable. Cancer. Yeah. It, it's fine. But I think because. That was, I was like, I was in elementary school. I want to say when that happened. Yeah. We were young and. Yeah. He looked fine. It didn't yeah. seem serious. Mm-hmm. And that was that. But that was um, that. I know he came home because he was in Nigeria, but he came mm-hmm. to America to treat it, to treat it. Um, but after that, he went back to Nigeria. And I think he was supposed to be coming for follow-ups and he wasn't. And I think that's what mm. happened when he came home because he was complaining about pain in his shoulder. Mm. And um, they did their test, and they saw mm. that it was cancer. So they didn't know where the cancer wow. originated from. So yeah, it had already so it was it was it already was done. In his it was shoulder. a done deal from yeah. his liver to his shoulder. Yeah. So yeah. we don't know it's if it deal. came from his liver, but they're assuming it came from his liver. But like on the the you know the what did they say the reason of death or something on the death certificate cause of death cause of death the COD. Call of Duty. Oh, okay. No, I don't. What, know what's that M word? Mastis like that? Metastasis. Yeah, metastasize to the liver. Oh, so that's, that's what, what killed is, him. That's yes, like okay, it literally so, spread all across his liver. So yeah, so it's not conclusive at all that that's where it originated. Exactly, we don't know. Because cancer can metastasize so quickly. Yeah. And proliferate all over the body. Exactly. But I guess if it shut down the vital organ, that's what. Then that's cause what. Of death. That was the cause of death. Interesting. Exactly. So okay. when Daddy found like yeah, because I feel I feel like I would I would like sometimes be embarrassed to be like 
oh yeah, his liver cancer. It's like, oh, he was a drinker. It's like, I mean, no, not no. really. But you know, you know, we don't know how cancer works. Well, yeah. we somewhat do. I probably know a little better than you. But. Yeah, you probably do. But he definitely, because I would, like the way they were trying to treat it, because they only saw it in the shoulder, they were just doing radiation. So I was taking him to radiation mm. and just, you know, praying and hoping. Yeah. And then I just remember when mommy called me and said that they basically gave him like six months or something to wow. live. Um, and what, when was that? Remember August 2015 is when he died, so I'm trying to give you it some, was, yeah, some so, benchmark dates for your terrible memory. Yeah, my memory is so trash. I just know I was working at Marilla Live Casino. Shout out to all my betters. Shout out Eric. And I was living, um, I was living in my apartment. I don't know, CJ, I don't know okay. the date. I'm it's sorry. fine. I'm just trying to see, like, how long was he given to live and then how long did, did when he, did he die? But because honestly, it was earlier than when he was given to live because of what mommy said. The Yeah, no, treatments. honestly, like, I felt like, I mean, I think doctors always give less like, time. Less time. Yeah. And daddy looked good. Yeah, I mean, he looked fine when I left. <clears throat> yeah, he looked fine. Um, so. And we were trying to, like, I mean, I was there trying to get him to eat certain ways I was yeah. like daddy should take a walk like just doing things I know. to just try yeah. to help him stay healthy yeah. basically just gotta if obviously exercising and a good diet can't prevent all diseases but it's a good start yeah yeah it's a good start because there was like a point where he didn't even have I an appetite to, I, I had, had to, to come like, up with like some some vegan Igbo recipes, but like preserve the culture. Yes. No, seriously. All right, don't steal, don't steal our, our idea. We need to patent it. We need to patent it. Hey, listen, by the time this is released, that idea is patented. We'll patent. so don't <laughs> even try it. Deal it. Don't try it. But no, like, um, Daddy wouldn't Oh, and want this it. is public domain anyway. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So, Daddy wouldn't even want to eat. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I like, to, like, Daddy, please, you have to eat. Like, can you please eat? And um, so it was like, yeah. But I mean, he looked good. We, I honestly believe that he could, he could have lived on mm-hmm. for over a year, like, and really just organized everything yeah. that he needed to. In it would have been nice to have that, to have just so there's no drama afterwards. Yeah. And two, just, just to, to have him for that, because that was before my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Just to have him for like one more year for that transition yeah. period if he could have seen me graduate high school like, yeah that would have been that would have been awesome amazing. he would have been so happy yeah. like he cherished you like he adored you yeah but um yeah no i feel in my heart i mean we never know for sure obviously but i honestly believe that he would have lived longer if he didn't do those experimental treatments mm-hmm. and like mommy said like the his oncologist advised him not to continue with chemo. Mm-hmm. So he could have lived a life here in America where, you know, it wasn't rushed. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It just felt like his time was stripped away from him. Yeah, for sure. And I felt like he felt that too. Because. Yeah. The last words that he was saying was just, I can't leave. I can't leave. So, Mm. 
I mean, it makes me upset to think about it, but I think like he, I mean, this is just my opinion. I think he realized that, damn, I should have stuck with my fam. to the plan. Yeah, stuck with my kids and my wife and not be forced, like, because the decisions that were made, he didn't make those decisions. Yeah. Yeah. He did not make those decisions. He was just going with the flow of what Yeah. He really and auntie wanted. respects and reveres his, his older brother. Yeah. As so, one does. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Any more facts? Um, let's see. Okay, so I brought up that. So mommy was talking about the court case. So that court case, she didn't mention that she filed a restraining order. That was the initial court case. Mm-hmm. She filed a restraining order against Uncle Law to not take the body of Daddy. That right. was what... Okay, I thought she did say that, kind of. Okay, well, I just wanted to clarify. Okay. Just, I just wanted to clarify that. Also, you have to say allegedly for Nono, because we don't know for a okay. fact. Okay, okay. I said allegedly. Did I not say allegedly? My fault. I was trying to you say didn't. for everything. I don't okay. think you didn't. That is an alleged so situation. we have to say allegedly. For whatever I said about Nana in the main part, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. But here's the background. I remember she came to the house. She, watch your mic. Yeah. She came to the house. She leveled daddy. And then she came back. <laughs> and in between, like, something happened. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, and just for context, like, before daddy passed, me, Crystal, and Salsa, these other siblings, we sat yeah. down with daddy and spoke to him and said, Daddy, do you have a will? He yeah. told us no, and we told him that, Daddy, we need you need to make a will. Yeah. We tried to list everything. We tried to basically help him start the process of creating a will, but he literally just waved us off. I don't want to think about that now. I'm yeah. not thinking about that. Like, yeah. that's how he waved us off. So it was just a big surprise. Us thinking that Daddy didn't have a will when he passed, and then as soon as he passed, we found out that Uncle Law is the power of attorney, and there's also a will that... Yeah. We didn't, or his wife didn't know about. It just did not make sense to us at uh-huh. all. And when you read the will, the will just looks bogus. Mm-hmm. And it looks, I mean, any, I mean, this is just my opinion, but just looking at it, it just really benefits my dad's brother and sister, which is Uncle Law and Auntie Masi. Yeah. Usually a will like that, a man who has five kids he doesn't I mean it's not like he wasn't a millionaire or anything I would think Uh that he would want his assets to go to his children especially his two sons the nothing is I mean why are you giving things to these two grown people who have their own family so it just was very weird to me that was my initial thought my initial truthful thought Mm -hmm. and that's it okay well she put it on wax but yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say. I think you did a great job. I'm excited to see where this goes. Where this goes, yeah. Part one. Um, yeah, hopefully this is a, the beginning of a long series. I feel like Mommy has a great story to tell, and she should be able to tell it. I agree. Period! Period, poo. But also... <laughs> I mean, this is something that's cultural, too. For sure. This isn't a unique story. It's not unique, this which is really crazy. Story, because is it is sad. Like, when I was working 
at Live, there was another um, Nigerian dude that I was really cool with. He was kind of older. And mm-hmm. I was telling him my story, and he was like, the same thing happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow. Like, this, it's really the norm. Yeah. So even with um, Uncle Banabas and what's his wife's name? Who are you talking about? Uncle Banabas, he passed away. You talking about uh, Henry and Kingsley's dad? Yes. The what same thing. There? I think the same thing kind of happened with them too. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, it's it's the norm. Hmm. It's the norm, and dealing with the siblings of the deceased. It's like yeah. it's always with them, because Uncle Ima is the brother of Uncle Barnabas, and there was issues there with them. And Uncle Ima even came over to the house to try to speak to me. I think I have it recorded, but he was just, it was just so many people try to reach out to try to make us seem like we were in the wrong for being angry for these people trying to dictate everything around our father's death. Mm-hmm. We literally were, were pushed out. Yeah. Like, like how, how do you justify having a funeral, doing this brochure when none of his children or his wife is in it? I don't understand... How did nobody say anything? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. I think that's crazy. I think that made me the most angry because the community just allowed it to happen yeah, and nobody just spoke up. Objectively wild. It Yes. Like, yeah. So I, I feel like I came a long way, especially with my anger. Uh-huh. So I'm just trying to keep level. Okay. But yeah, just I see, I see remembering that. it, just, you know gets me angry all over again. Okay. But, no, I really, I think this is good. I think people should know about this story so that other people can come out and share their story and hopefully this won't happen again to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, hopefully somebody hears this and if they have a similar story, you know, tell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. I love you too. All right. This is awesome. Yeah. (laughs)